I'll do a clap when I feel like it. Okay, I'll do it now. One, two, three. Okay, okay. So, so uh, we're here. We're here on the photography brothers, and you know that uh, we're about to bring you an excellent show. We appreciate you tuning in, whether it's on. Uh, YouTube or your app of choice if you're one of those people who prefers to just listen to podcasts while they do something else and not fully pay attention it's okay that's me too I, mm -hmm. I respect you mm -hmm. um, but uh, have no fear we have a great podcast episode in store for you uh, but before we can get into any of that Michael Costa has a proper musical intro to the podcast okay hit it Michael We are the photo bros, bringing you topics and news. We're the photo bros. And imagine like a three minute guitar solo. That's sick, dude. I was actually watching um, Bill, and, Bill and Ted, the new one, Face the Music. Okay. Uh, it just came okay. on Netflix last night, and it was pretty good, man. Um, pretty, pretty like, dumb and pretty forgettable, but in the <laughs> moment, you know. Um, okay. Pretty okay, man. Pretty okay? That sounds like a strong yeah. review. Pretty okay? It's a recommendation, man. It's a recommendation, uh, nonetheless. It was a decent movie. But uh, we, uh, we're not... We actually... Uh... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. No, we watched the movie. Uh, I was going to let you go ahead because then I, I kind of forgot the name of it. It's with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> it's with uh, Shailene Woodley, uh, Jane Fonda. It's uh, a really good movie basically wow. around uh, someone they believe to be like a, a recruiter for, for the 9-11 attacks. And then there was like oh. a... But there was, you know, the guy wasn't actually charged with anything, but he was being held in jail for years. And they had, so one side is like a defense lawyer. One side is trying to prove that he's guilty. It was an incredible movie. I got the... An incredible up, movie, which is called... The Ma something. The Ma something. The Ma it's something, okay. Man. We'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> the Mauritanian. Mauritanian. Wow. It's something like... I know I'm mispronouncing that a little bit, but it, it actually came out this year. Very okay. good film. I'd be surprised nice. if it didn't get an Oscar nod. Okay, cool. Sure. Is that yeah. on Netflix too? That is on... That's a good question. Um, That's a good question. Actually, I rented it. No, okay. so you can... They don't... I don't from believe they're on any platforms. You have to, yeah, from Blockbuster. That's right. I took my time machine back to 2003. I think there's a Blockbuster in, left, man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to get in a car and drive to this, some part of the States? Or yeah. am I going to hop in my time machine? Come on. You got to use your time machine, man. Yeah, dude. We didn't pay all that money for the official uh, Photo Bros time machine. Just to, That's right. Just to drive ourselves down to Oregon or wherever. I know. I mean, right? I use it for that. You use it to go back to a time where Canon was relevant and good. Right? So, like, we hey, use it for, for different, hey, different things, hey, you know? Bro. That's some foreshadowing. Can Canon will be getting some uh, some revenge in the in the news section yes, of today's episode, thanks to your brother Jared. Uh, but before we get into any of that stuff, um, we've got an excellent topic here. I believe. Uh, I think I say it every single episode, but this is going to be 
one of the groundbreaking episodes right here. So, oh, man. I'm excited to get into it. I've got my coffee here. I've got my uh, kicking horse. Um, 454 horsepower. Not sponsored yet, but uh, I'm going to send this clip over to Kicking Horse Coffee. And uh, I think we're going to get our first sponsorship, especially once they see this episode. Because today, what are we talking about, Michael? We are talking about uh, our, our, you know, creative idols. Mm. Uh, and, you know, maybe even a little bit about how we consume their content, uh, how it impacts us, maybe. But uh, I want us to dive in a little bit to some of those creators that inspire us. And then uh, maybe we can have a bit of a deeper conversation around them. How do you think about that? What do you think about that? Buddy, I love the idea. Uh, this is a, a great idea, I think, for a podcast. And I really like these episodes where we kind of uh, talk about our personal experience with something like we did with the um, the resources episode, but also mm -hmm. share uh, quite a few places where people can go in, you know, watch more of these videos and kind of uh, educate themselves and uh, experience some great content and maybe you understand a little bit more about your brothers and kind of where they came from, you know, how we got to the point now where we're doing this weekly podcast on top of uh, everything else that we're doing in uh, in business and in life and all of that. So this will be a little uh, peek behind the curtain, um, so to speak of uh, the creators that inspired me and Michael to become the podcasters, the creators, the artists uh, that we are today. So uh, Michael's, right. Michael is uh, really showing really showing off his uh, his genius here by, by bringing <laughs> this topic, I believe, which he does, which he, which he does every week, but uh, especially especially today. A um, couple of ground rules before we get into it. I've got like a bunch of these. So the only way I think that we're going to be able to get through all of them, uh, basically not all of these are related to photography or videos, uh, like videography. So uh, I think that we're going to spend the most time on those ones and we'll get into those later in the podcast. But uh, to start, I think maybe we'll just talk about like some of the first creators that we we're into, like the the very, um, you know, in our infantile stage when we first started creating content, who we were mm -hmm. listening to. And then maybe some other ones that uh, that we still are into now. Um, but maybe not super related to like our career in photography and then uh, talk some more like photography, videography related channels and really spend most of the time. Uh, I I'll say the bulk, the bulk of the time um, on that, uh, seeing as we are, after all, what type of podcast, Michael? Uh, woodwork. A, a woodworking and whale biology podcast. And that's <laughs> what everybody is here for. Um, right. No, uh, no, Michael. Photography. You, you silly, you, you silly boy. We're talking about photography. Uh, do you want to go first, buddy? Yeah. So, oh, wait, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. False start. Another thing. <laughs> 
Sorry, Michael. I'm sorry to cut you off, man. I feel like you were ready to dive right in there. You're excited, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But uh, I have to save myself some a little bit of work here first. Uh, I'm not going to link any particular videos that we mentioned. Otherwise, it would just be like way too many links for you guys and for me. Oh, 100%. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to link the the channels, though. So we're going to have links to uh, all of these YouTube channels or Instagrams or whatever. Um, probably most of them are YouTube channels. All of mine mm -hmm. pretty much are. Uh, but yeah, other than that, now we're ready to get into our, our first creator. And Michael Costa is going to uh, go first here. So the floor is yours, Michael. Sure, let's do it, man. I think maybe I'll go and then you go and then I go and we can kind of just do a back and forth rotation. Like a tennis match, um, man exactly yeah so serves up on my end um for me I, surfing I, surf no tennis way. a really good old game of surf tennis surf tennis that's right um and for me like uh, there's no way i wouldn't be able to mention this guy uh his name is andrew kearns um andrew is a uh, lifestyle photographer based out of who knows now like this guy has really been traveling and uh across the states across different parts and uh you know he was ultimately the creator that got me back into in or not got me back into but got me really excited about photography again you know yeah. i talk about the story of how you know, it was exciting and I found community through photography when I was uninspired. But there was also a combination of that in the creators that I was leaning on to, to really, um, you know, re begin educating myself again, begin uh, inspiring myself uh, through other, uh, you know, idols and stuff like that. And so for me, Andrew Kearns, there was something about his work that was just so real. Um, you know, unfortunately, he hasn't been making content for a little while now. Uh, he still posts on Instagram, so you can definitely catch him on there. And, and his work definitely does speak uh, a lot uh, to to kind of what I'm kind of saying here. It's very natural. It feels very in the moment. Um, it's got that nostalgic almost feel to every image. Um, and, uh, you know, his vlog style is very, there's something about that vlog style, that very running gun, uh, almost not rough, but almost raw, mm -hmm. you know, like just very simple, you know, typewriter, white text at the bottom, little jokes, cheeky stuff like that, uh, weird camera angles, but really just focusing on the, the feeling and the experience of the experience. And, and then obviously him highlighting the images that he has, you know, a lot of these are hikes, you know, travel experiences that he goes on, um, and I, I just, I fell in love with it. He had, uh, and I know you're not going to link all the videos, um, but the, you know, yeah, but you can mention some in channel. particular. YouTube yeah. is a really good search engine. So <laughs> it, it, it is actually, yeah. It's owned by uh, Google, you know, so yeah, one of the best exactly. other, than, other than Bing or, uh, oh yeah. Ask Jeeves. It's one of the top ones anyway. That's right. That's right. Don't forget Yahoo. I'm pretty oh, sure Yahoo's. Still I never around. do, man. I still use my my Yahoo uh, email address. Hit hit oh, wow. me up, uh, <laughs> Jer Jer Bear, uh, Prickly Pear at Yahoo.ca. Beautiful. All right. Uh, noted. I will spam you. Um, <laughs> and uh, also uh, potentially add you to our email list, which we oh. will talk about a little bit later. But uh, yeah, ultimately, you know, if you're looking for somebody who, who, uh, you know, creates content, it, it seems casual, but there is a lot of love and heart put into it in, in ensuring that, you know, the vibe of that day is really captured and it's very inspiring. It's, it's very, um, you know, you, you hear the word documenting a lot in, in content creation. Um, Andrew Kearns, 
it, to me, at least till now, obviously seeing a lot of different creators has done it best in, 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 in making it feel like you're just along for the ride and not making it seem overly produced. And there's a place for that, but, um, there was something very unique and special about what he does. And, and, uh, I wanted to highlight that. And, and uh, the content that I did want to give a shout out to, if you guys were interested, check out his Iceland vlogs. Um, that, that stuff, you know, he went with a good friend of his, which was a model. They rented a, a, a truck, uh, an SUV, and they just, you know, slept in it, drove around in it and just documented, took beautiful photos, nice, beautiful man. video clips. And by the end of it, it's very rewarding. So check out Andrew Curran, check out the Iceland vlogs and, uh, yeah, man. You better. The man froze his ass off for you people. <laughs> yeah, actually, some days. Yeah. <laughs> if I went to Iceland to do a vlog and nobody wa- it got like 30 views, I would be upset. I'd be really upset. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Andrew Kearns, right? Andrew Kearns, yep. Andrew Kearns. Check him out on YouTube. Check out his Iceland vlogs. Uh, the first creator that I want to highlight here, I mean, he's got, I don't know, millions, probably 10 million freaking subscribers at this point. So he doesn't really need my help, um, but he is one of the creators who uh, first inspired me to get into creating any type of content in the first place. Uh, he talks a lot about this in his videos, but uh, Mr. Casey Neistat, right? So he's uh, maybe one of the kings of YouTube, right? I mean, most people who know YouTube content know Casey Neistat. Um, My kind of personal relationship with him, uh, I started watching his videos like maybe three or four years ago at this point. And the guy creates a lot of content. So you have uh, a lot to catch up on um (laughs) if you get into casey neistad but uh just the the quality of his videos his filmmaking background um the fact that he puts so much personality into everything that he does like his videos really have their own style uh and kind of you know the diy sort of uh attitude that he has Um, He clearly has a whole bunch of money to put into his videos as well. But you know what? There's a lot of people who are pretty rich and uh, and they don't create anything as awesome as Casey. Um, Mm -hmm. I I actually had the chance to meet him. Uh, So Sydney's going to put that photo right up here of uh, me and Casey. Kind of a funny story. I was actually uh, bartending at an event and uh went backstage and shot uh shot a photo with him which was pretty sweet he knew exactly what i was there for he was like you want a selfie with me don't you i was like yes yes i do casey grab the skateboard bud let's go and uh i actually told him about how i broke my collarbone um skating and uh and he said that i need to get get back into skateboarding and stuff which i didn't really want to do at the time. I was like, okay, man, sure. Because, <laughs> you know, the pain was pretty fresh. Um, but these days I'm back into skateboarding and stuff. It's a very fun way to get around. Uh, very liberating. You know, bikes are good too, but uh, but skateboards are good. Um, some of the best uh, videos from Casey. Um, there's a very, very famous video. Uh, again, millions of views, maybe like hundreds of millions. Uh, snowboarding with the NYPD. Yeah. <laughs> that video is sick, man. Like they put such a, it was a crazy snowy day and uh, they put so much work into that. And that actually uh, inspired a really dumb video that I did with my friend Ian. Um, one of my very first, if not my first uh, YouTube video that I ever uploaded is called Snowboarding in Toronto. And uh, me and my friend Ian tried to go snowboarding even though there like wasn't any snow. It was like 
I don't know, <laughs> like October or something. <laughs> so anyways, if you want to watch me kind of uh, hurt myself and make an ass of myself, <laughs> you can go check out that video. Um, but yeah, definitely someone who was very inspiring to me as I was uh, starting out. And uh, yeah, somebody who I think you guys should check out. I mean, he's a little bit like made fun of and stuff these days in some circles, especially because of, um, you know, his involvement like with like the YouTube rewind and some other kind of like, you know, he's on the line kind of between like YouTuber and celebrity. So, you know, in yeah. the same way that we kind of hate on like Bruce Springsteen, you know, he <laughs> gets that kind of like jealous hate. Right. But Bruce Springsteen, you better watch out, dude, because we're we're coming up the charts here. And our cover of uh, Born in the USA. I wasn't very confident with it at the time, but now that I listen back, you know, there's a couple of par parts that aren't great, but overall, you know, overall, I think we rocked it. Anyways, man, uh, so that's Casey Neistad. Uh, do you want to get into your next creator? Yeah, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, also, Casey Neistad, uh, very uh, strange for me, but I, I actually there's a massive blind spot for me with Casey. Mm. I have oh. obviously seen the snowboard video. I've seen him in obviously a lot of features on other people's channels. I love his personality. I dig the guy. Uh, I need to absorb more of his content. So thank you for bringing him up because I need to go back and watch a lot more of his stuff. Maybe I'll shoot um, you some more links, man. I'll go through his, uh, that'll be a fun exercise. Go through his. Actually. Old, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, maybe I'll send you a couple of these stuff. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so my second creator, uh, you know, he, he's a new addition to the lineup. Um, really, really, really enjoying his content so far. Unfortunately, I, because he is new and people don't typically, uh, sometimes they do, but uh, he does not say his last name in his videos. Uh, so I don't know if I'll butcher it. Uh, so I'll, I'll, going forward, I'll refer to it as Danny G, but nice. uh, we'll give it a whack uh, just to, to give it uh, just to give it an old fashioned try here. Uh, Danny Gewurz. Um, he is, a, a, of course, another content creator, obviously has, you know, Instagram, all those platforms. He is a bit more of a filmmaker, um, mm -hmm. although in, in a lot of his content, he is attempting to do different things with photography, trying astrophotography, stuff like that. Wow. He's very uh, free. He, he comes across as a very free soul. Um, he, he, a lot of his content, actually, funny enough, uh, I've fallen in love with because it feels like the transition from Andrew Kearns. Like I mentioned before, Andrew hasn't been making content for a while. Uh, it's been about a year now. Uh, and so to have somebody who has a similar vibe, although with that being said, a bit higher production quality in his videos has been really nice, a uh, similar vibe. But um, you know, his content with that being said, isn't necessarily all the same. Um, you know, one element uh, that I love is that of course, with him being a bit more focused on film, whereas Kearns was a bit more focused on photo, is that uh, a lot of his content is revolving around film and sometimes the link between the two. Um, one video that he made that really amped me up. Uh, so he made a video where he wanted to recreate his favorite uh, ending scene to a film. Uh, and for me, it was a film that I love. I am in love with this film. And the ending scene is very symbolic uh, and, uh, of... of uh, I think of how a lot of kids felt growing up, uh, you know, um, I can't really go into it without spoiling, but anyways, very powerful scene, very powerful movie. And, uh, I was already watching a couple of his videos when, when this, I saw this video come up. And so I was like, Oh my God, this kind of put me over the top. Um, but yeah, he, he recreated the ending scene to perks of being a wallflower and he just got him and his buddies. They live in Philadelphia, I guess. So they have the tunnel there. 
and it was just awesome like one guy had a truck with like a red slapped on top of it you know he had like other guys in cars checking for cops like doing all these things and it, it was like a very magical video um very magical it's just a very special video um and uh i knew right there he was going to be a very good creator but in general he's very talented also in, in speaking to his experience so i really recommend this for people um he recently put out a video just you know similar to andrew kern's style just slapped a camera down in the middle of a park and just started talking to it uh and he was talking to how he got nike as a client and how the whole sequence kind of built out very casual conversation he's not Sweet. using stupid crazy terms or anything like that he's just really speaking to you know his early experience and how it turned into you know the relationship that he has now with them so great inspirational content great um educational content as well and very easily consumable uh, in how he presents it so i really definitely recommend danny g to to anybody who's got a maybe a passion for both the film and videos uh film and, and photography side Danny and I'll do it too. So, so uh, if you embarrass yourself by saying his name wrong, then I'll make sure that uh, I embarrass myself as well. It's Danny Giverts. Giverts. That would be that would make more sense. Uh, I don't know, man. Anyways, between the two of us, yeah. we probably got it right, or at least we have a better chance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, cool. If I get into the next creator. Yes, please. Okay, awesome. So far, I lied because all of Michael's have been actually related to the uh, the field of uh, <laughs> photography and videography, and uh, and and mine are going to not be. I guess I guess Michael's just more committed with his content, and I just screw around. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, you know since we're talking about kind of the the channels that uh, inspired us from the beginning, still at this stage of it, I guess uh, I want to talk a little bit about a. Another uh, pretty famous channel that doesn't need my help. Red Letter Media. Have you ever heard of uh, these movie reviewers, Michael? Red Letter Media? I don't yeah, think so. No. Oh, one of the best, man. Uh, Mike and Jay. Um, that's the two main guys on it. There's some other guys. Uh, Rich Evans, he's on there too. Um, they have made some films. Uh, hilarious. Like, very bad films <laughs> um but they they're very famous for doing uh movie reviews on youtube they review like lots of new movies as they come up i like literally right before we started recording here i just watched their review of uh the new godzilla king kong movie um Ooh. they have some uh I, I think they have like really good taste uh in movies especially uh jay like he has very similar taste in in movies as me he likes really weird horror movies and stuff like that and that's some of my like kind of you know those like esoteric kind of uh horror movies that like uh maybe like psychological horror that type of thing that he's really into more of those trippy mm -hmm. movies um so he recommends a lot of good movies on there and uh mike's just kind of hilarious um but uh he has some good ideas and some and some pretty pretty decent insights on film as well uh some things that i uh recommend that you guys uh check out from them um the review of ready player one is really funny they have a lot to say about that movie and then uh if you want to see they've got like this series called best of the worst where they look at like really bad b movies and stuff like that <laughs> and uh like really like things that like VHSs that they own that they probably own like the only one sometimes, you know, and stuff like that. Like really, oh, really old, um, really old and unknown in some cases, uh, movies like Samurai Cop. So if you want to check out a pretty hilarious <laughs> review, how do you know Samurai Cop? Do you know that movie? No, it just oh, sounds man. exactly as, 
you know, as you've described it. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's awesome. And uh, these guys have a, a great uh, breakdown of it in uh, the fifth episode that they ever did on their YouTube channel. And they've been. Oh, wow. Uh, or at least episode five of uh, of that series uh half in the bag i think it's called so wow that's awesome man i gotta check them out i love i love my movie reviews as well yeah Um, these yeah these guys are one of the best yeah i'm gonna have to give them a shot it kind of sounds like uh uh so it's a collaborative effort so kind of like a joe schmo or uh not just a joe schmoes the schmoes reviews yeah sure better than that though but better oh my goodness Schmoes are never coming in on our show. That's fine. That's it's okay. fine. It's okay. Maybe we if can get Mike Jamie and Jay Jones. come on our show, they've had Macaulay Culkin on their show, dog. Jeez. Okay. So then let's just game for them then. Yeah, let's dude. Let's do I, that. I want to hang out with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I mean, who? I mean, that dude's why so not? cool. Why not? Yeah, he, he made a whole band where that's all about pizza. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I love pizza, so I can I can definitely speak to that. Okay, that's awesome, man. Yeah, no, uh, actually, to bring in a channel on my end that actually isn't photo and video related, uh, video in the sense that they, you know, of course, they create video content, but uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their name is Kind of Funny. Uh, they actually okay. have a couple channels, uh, Kind of Funny, Kind of Funny Games. I recommend Kind of Funny uh, as a channel. Um, I love them, like, as personalities, their story. Uh, they're just best friends. You know, they met at IGN. They were all working there as writers and content creators. Um, and then they wanted to start a little side passion project uh, on YouTube. And uh, it came to a point where IGN was like, you know, y- your content kind of conflicts uh, with our mm. guidelines. Mm. And they had to make that decision. Thankfully, they had already started to accumulate a fan base. And they just kind of took a took a shot. You know, they, they, they all quit their jobs at IGN. Wow. They recorded in the spare bedroom of Greg Miller's house. Um, and they've grown to just be a, a powerhouse now, uh, in the space of video games, especially, but, uh, you know, they've really expanded their content to speak to films as well and do kind of reviews. Um, really cool. I love the way that they do their films, film reviews, especially when it comes to like Marvel or, or any, uh, uh, you know, films where there's kind of a sequential linear timeline like multiple videos or films sorry so though if there's a new film coming out they'll kind of watch everything up uh, until that point and do like oh, an nice. review and then it'll kind of build up and now obviously for them it's great because there's the added context for the folks who haven't seen them um so great for for movie reviews the guys are just hilarious man um i love their their and i've actually channeled a lot of this in my content as well and i think sometimes we do that here as well um, you know, they, they, uh, and I'm not saying that this is, you know, the slogan for our channel necessarily, but they're, they're, they have like a, a sort of min- minor slogan that they refer to as a, a garbage truck on fire. And it basically, it covers their asses, you know, like they, they have the great studio space now, you know, they have a guy who literally mans the controls, but shit yeah. goes wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Like things happen and they just for make sure. jokes of it and kind of ride the flow. And uh, I think that's a great approach to take, especially if you're like a new content creator, Um, you know, embrace the mistakes, make it part of the content and then move on. And that's something I definitely took from them aside from just, you know, a lot of, you know, even just humor, of course, where, you know, our our humor is a culmination of other people's. And so, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from them just by watching them and had a lot of laughs. So definitely recommend kind of funny um, 
if you want to, you know, just kind of watch a lot of uh, content around film uh, reviews, if you want to watch content uh, where they even just sit around and talk to random things that are going on in their life, kind of just round table discussions, um, great content. You can learn a lot from them and, and enjoy a lot of their content. Nice, dude. That's a really cool story too, how they kind of were doing the more corporate thing and then, uh, you know, kind of. Yeah decide to strike out on their own and they've had uh, a good amount of success and it just that sounds like good content too man and something that i would uh be into and uh actually reminds me a little bit of one of my favorite channels uh mm. and uh, we they come up a lot um on here right uh probably the the channel that i bring up the most my uh my Peter McKinnon, you know, <laughs> as Michael, which I'm shocked, completely shocked that he hasn't brought up Peter McKinnon yet. <laughs> Michael. Well, yeah, I think he's he's kind of like he, he's a we should highlight him. Yeah. Like he is a good resource to highlight. It was yeah. just like uh, it was like I figured you were going to bring him up or if it wow. came down to it. I, have, I actually have him here on my list, wow. but it was it was, you know, I want to diversify. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Everybody but knows. I have him on my list. Yeah. Everybody knows about our love for Peter McKinnon and 100%. everybody probably already knows about my love for the corridor crew. That's right. Which is one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels. I won't spend a whole bunch of time because as we just said, I've mentioned it uh, here before, um, but I highly recommend that you check these guys out. Uh, kind of, I think it goes really well right after uh, kind of funny. That's what, that's the one that you, t you mentioned, right? Michael. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it uh, goes really well as a pairing with that as uh, a channel where you just kind of sit down there to like laugh and stuff, but then you actually end up learning a bunch of things. Like that's definitely true with uh, Corridor. They like they're VFX artists and they like break down how VFX are done and how to make things look, you know, better or a little bit more real, I guess. Uh, how to like color grade and how to do VFX, how to create models and stuff like that. I don't really do that type of uh, work myself. Like I'm definitely not uh, a VFX artist. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a videographer, I'm a photographer, I'm a podcaster, um, but uh, I've definitely learned some techniques just by watching their videos uh, and kind of even just taking in how they create, right? Like looking at uh, like the structure and the rubric of the type of videos they always are exactly the same length and kind of broken down into the into the same uh, types of content and whatnot. So definitely, they've been an inspiration for me. Uh, I've probably ripped them off more than a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. But uh, some of their best videos, they have a whole series um, called VFX Artist React, uh, which is really fun, where they kind of break down how VFX are done and uh, even like some practical effects and stuff like that. And wow. um, some of the best stuff that they do is when, or some of the stuff that I like the most, anyways, is when they look at like movies from other parts of the world like they'll look at like russian cinema or um the bollywood ones are hilarious man i don't know if you, if you know very much about like bollywood but it's it's nuts completely nuts uh some of the stuff that they do um in those movies like just just hilarious yeah. so check that out um other than that series um vfx artists react some other uh things that i definitely recommend some of the crazy craziest effects that they've ever done that are actually mind-blowing uh this video called new Ro new robot makes soldiers obsolete um it's like amazing effects that look so real uh and then they have like another really funny um kind of deep fake 
uh, video. They're dem demonstrating uh, the capabilities of like deep fake technology. Uh, and they made a, a video where Keanu Reeves uh, is in a, in a convenience store and saves people. It's hilarious. So, so I de cool. definitely recommend uh, that you check out uh, the Corridor channel and Corridor, uh, Corridor Crew as well. Two, two great channels. Corridor, they, uh, they branched off from from rocket jump right they used to be part of freddy's mm. stuff and then they went off and did their own thing very good so freddy branched off from them oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. so okay, kind had, of the way, the way yeah the way that that went down is that they were all as far as i know anyways maybe i'll be wrong freddy's gonna write in he's gonna tell us that we got it wrong of, yeah um, of course like say, always yeah, he's going to say that he gave birth to Sam and Nico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I summoned them from the VFX realms. I don't know. Freddie Wong, Wong is uh, is kind of a weird dude, but I love him. Uh, yeah. I, I, but uh, my understanding of the situation uh, is that they were all kind of VFX uh, interested people in L.A. and that they all rented a big studio together in order to have the space. And then they kind of like lived in there and whatnot. Right. And that was kind of mm -hmm. the beginning of uh corridor but also of rocket jump so yeah. i see Anyways. okay you got another uh creator yeah man nice. uh i am going to ooh, who should i give it to who should i give it to looking down my list here <laughs> like jared i got a bunch of folks here um yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna we, highlight we over prepped we over prepped we over prepped <laughs> that's right uh this could literally be the whole show if we wanted yep. it to be could be um yeah, no, I think uh, I'm going to highlight uh, a local. Uh, I think the last two I'm going to highlight are going to be local. So I'll be okay. really quick on them. Nice. Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, probably Chris Howe is, is a great resource for people. Um, you know, he has very, a lot of his content is structured around uh, taking your photography business to the next level. Cool. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the channels, um, that we've, we've talked to that are, uh, in relation to filmmaking and, and photography, uh, yeah. are very, you know, um, you know, more honed in on, you know, here are the tips and tricks or here are some inspirational stuff. And, yeah. and I know he's done some stuff, of course, as he visited, uh, you know, the Azores and some of those other places, he's done some travel stuff, but a lot of business focused, um, you know, uh, content to help you take it to the next level. So definitely recommend Chris Howe, local guy as well. Amazing, man. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm glad that you brought that one up because that's been a, a bit of a blind spot. I've actually got another one here that's a little bit more uh, bus business uh, related as well. So that's good. Okay. Um, we are going to uh, spotlight the man, the silver fox. The Silver Fox. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to say friend of the podcast as well. Um, I've been on his podcast. We're a podcast family. He's in the podcast family, definitely. That's this, right. This mysterious person who I'm going to uh, get into in a second here. Uh, Michael's been on his podcast. I've been on his podcast. He's been on Michael's podcast. He's been on my podcast. We've I've all been, been on, in each other's. I've been on Michael's <laughs> podcast. Okay. <laughs> Me and Michael have a podcast. But we've never all three been on the same podcast. No, oddly enough, it, we never yeah. have been. Uh, but maybe one day we'll have, if we have uh, this man, this mysterious figure, this fox, <laughs> silver fox, this silver fox on uh, as a guest on the Photography Brothers, then that will be truly legendary. That'll be 
that'll be the tri the trifecta the triangle of 100%. trust yeah but uh anyways i'm talking of course if you haven't guessed about jamie iria so that's right this guy's awesome um he's been uh in the creative fields for over 20 years uh a man who has personally and through his content uh, really educated me, really helped me uh, in my business. And, uh, you know, he's been doing it for a long time in terms of uh, content creating, uh, content creating and stuff like that. Uh, he's had a, a long running podcast, the Creative Spin podcast. Uh, 100% recommend that you guys check that one out. Uh, and lately uh, on his YouTube channel, the uh, Jamie Irea channel if you guys want to uh, search that i will link the channel uh down below here uh he's been doing some live streams with his wife uh who i have no idea what her name is unfortunately hopefully michael does. anna anna michael Anna's coming awesome. through yeah. on the podcast with the name anna well <laughs> done buddy well done i always can i always know i can rely on you michael never let me yeah. down buddy and Jamie Iria never lets me down with his great content. Uh, so yeah, these live streams that he's been doing on YouTube uh, lately have been really, um, really interesting and uh, just polished, man. They look, they look great. They sound great. Uh, very well executed, well planned. Uh, yeah. you, you're going to get topical stuff. You know, he's even uh, covered some of the same topics as us uh, when it comes to like NFTs and stuff like that. Probably just more of a sign that uh, we're on the edge, you know. Bleeding edge, hundred percent. We yeah. on the edge, as we talked about before. Um, but uh, you know, and some good business advice there as well, which I, which I said we were going to give you guys some content, some resources that are going to help you with your business. Uh, and if you go and uh, absorb some of the knowledge from Jamie, again, this guy has uh, been in the field for 20, over twenty years, so. Uh, he's got a lot to to teach. So I spent a lot of time on talking about Jamie, but I think that he's a good one. Uh, Michael's got one more. I've got one final one, and then we're going to get uh, into the news. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, just, just to add on to that real quick, Jamie's content, very, uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, very, like Jared said, it is fairly polished, especially as he continues to build onto his setup, but very fun. He loves to have a lot of fun on yeah. his shows. Good um, improviser, right? That's like, oh, skills. Yeah. he is incredible at, uh, at that. And also recognizing when, you know, as me, as a guest, like if I'm running out of, of leg room or where uh, where i want to go sometimes i mm -hmm. kind of talk myself into these holes he's very good as a host <laughs> uh to to really uh help me and save my ass but never uh, happens you know, it's never, never happens. happens no <laughs> uh J jared lets me speak into uh into a 10 foot hole and then i go ah what was i talking about again yeah, we just let it happen <laughs> we just let it happen it's the content here but uh, no generally uh in general uh definitely go check out his content the other yeah. uh, the last one i'm going to mention um i, I kind of have to do this um i gotta mention you may not have heard of this guy uh the galaxy channel uh definitely oh, recommend definitely God. recommend his content um wow. you look as you know as as uh, local creators you know on our way up uh we're absorbing a lot of content we're learning on the go uh jared has, has been in business for for a, a little while as well for sure so you know a lot of that application knowledge that's coming through 
Um, a lot of a lot of great resourceful videos for people. A lot of it is general to photography and film, uh, and sorry, in video. Um, but a lot of it also hones in specifically on on you know real uh, realtor, uh, sorry, uh, real estate photography. You know, business tips surrounding that. Um, really, really good content that's really going to help you uh, understand maybe some of the next steps to take on your business, ways to improve your your content, um, and it's it's executed very very well. Um, and also great footage of his dog, which is very cute. You will find some dog on there. <clears throat> That's nice of you, man. You're making, I'm getting choked up. You're making me blush, you know, but, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Uh, my next one is, uh, Michael Costa music. Make sure that you check that out. So you're going to get your reactions, uh, to K-pop. I don't know how it's going to help you with photography, <laughs> but <laughs> it might. Uh, and other than that, I want to talk about the, um, my, my real last one here. Uh, mm -hmm. The DSLR video shooter. You ever hear about this Ooh, guy, buddy? I haven't. Of no. course not. Of course not, because you're a mirrorless man. <laughs> That's true. And That's fool true. foolishly well, so. Foolishly so, as we're about to uh, talk about here in our news story. Oh, finally, man. finally, you know what? The DSLR people are getting their revenge and the Canon people all at once, and it's gonna be dope. Um, but before we can get there, we're gonna talk about Mr. DSLR Video Shooter. I have no idea what his real name is, um, but I've watched a lot of, <laughs> of his videos. Uh, the thing that I really love about this channel, as opposed to other channels, uh, Michael, you have expressed this to me many times before, so I know that you're gonna agree with me here, uh, that so much of the space of, uh, you know, video creation tips and photography tips on YouTube, you just go and you'll find someone being like, spend $20,000. Like you want to fix this issue? It's just going to be $20,000, right? Like you're going to buy some yeah. strobe lights. You're going to get like a C300 and you're going to be off to the races, <laughs> right? But, right. Uh, you know, this guy doesn't really, uh, doesn't really work like that. And what I really love about him is like the, um, really creative solutions that he comes up with and uh, kind of more practical um, solutions where you can get some good effects uh, and some good results, but also not buy the most expensive gear, you know, uh, kind mm -hmm. of use, use what you already have to create better videos. And I really admire that approach because I hate when I'm having some type of like problem in photography and I go and look it up and it's just like, oh yeah, like buy all this stuff, right? And it's like, okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, DSLR uh, video shooter, he's gonna have some cheap and practical solutions for you to make your videos better. And uh, one video that I highly recommend, I was actually uh, checking it out a little bit before uh, the podcast here, as obviously for this episode, we were both a little bit over prepped. I had a little extra time. Uh, he's got a video about creating like a fake sunlight uh, effect using mirrors. And it's uh, incredibly, incredibly interesting. So there's uh, all of my creators. Michael, you got any more creators? Uh, I have, but oh, it's but just no. too many. It's just too many, man. It's too many. Yeah, what are we at here? We got like, oh boy. Yeah, we're already at like 50 minutes. Yeah, we better get into the news story. We, we better, we better transition, okay. man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we are with an excellent news story. Uh, you know, and I've said that before about our news stories, but uh, this is a news story that I am psyched about because as promised, we're getting some revenge for the DSLR heads out there and some revenge oh, for the Canon heads. So here we go, Michael. We've got a story here. Michael's going to be just in tears, but uh, sorry, buddy, because 
Here's our story from F Stoppers. Michael's, they actually wrote this in here, which is crazy. Michael's precious Sony, right here in the title, <laughs> is being sued for the A7 III shutter failures that cost photographers money. Costing photographers money, Michael. Can you believe it? Sony is in here. They're getting sued. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you some of the details here. Photographer, New York-based uh, photographer. He lives in uh, Yonkers. Michael, where's Yonkers? Is that Yonkers? In Brooklyn? Brooklyn? Or nearby Brooklyn or something? Um, I I mean, I spent a total of one week in New York. And yeah. I never, you know, the no, none of the subway stops were at Bonkers. So Yonkers. I'm not too sure. <laughs> it's not called Bonkers. Yonkers? Bonkers, Yonkers. I think I it would have rung a bell. Anyways, right? it's also a pretty good uh, Tyler, the Creator song. So... Okay. So there yeah. Uh, anyways, John and uh, in true photographer brothers fashion, I have no idea how to say this guy's last name. John Guerrero. Well, that's pretty easy, actually. I, I mean, that's pre- probably that right on. Easy. Yeah. Uh, so the the suit here is uh, Guerrero versus Sony Electronics Inc. Uh, and this is in New York court. Uh, that Sony is being sued here. And uh, this is a class action lawsuit on behalf of all of the photographers in New York who purchased the A7 III. So that's the, uh, in this class action lawsuit, that's the class who's been, uh, who's been hurt here. Hurt by the fraud and greed of Sony trying to peddle these, these mirrorless, cameras saying that uh making outrageous <sighs> fraudulent claims michael saying that uh the sony a7 III is the vanguard of mirrorless cameras the future of the camera industry michael the most accessible full frame mirrorless camera on the market and guess what the shutter has been failing and it's been costing photographers money and this is kind of the issue here and uh as as John Guerrero uh, writes in the lawsuit that uh, that Sony here has known for a long time, right, about these problems. And uh, and this is a serious issue here, man. This is again, this is yeah. costing costing photographers money. So what do you think about all this, buddy? As as a Sony uh, as a Sony fan, as Sonya comes in here, <laughs> says what's Sonya. up on the podcast. She's got her sunglasses on. <laughs> Um, oh that's adorable man jeez what do you think what do you think about all that uh yeah i mean it hurts a little bit um with that being said i mean yeah i mean the the a7 III, the the functionality that it has i mean it's it is incredibly impressive and it is it is now the new benchmark the what i will say is okay in my this will be my only biased thing i'll say here okay and not really biased it's just it's an honest viewpoint when when you're trying to take that next step in innovation, it it often occurs where the first variant of that is going to have issues. Okay, um, so you know you talk about you know the first VR headset through Sony or through whoever. You know there's there are changes iterations. You have to you know support it through purchases, pay you know vote with your money, and then as you kind of go on, you you, you see improvements and it's not an issue anymore. I think. This is a pretty big issue, unfortunately. I think, um, you know, it's it's a camera. You can't have this happen. I mean, just looking through, uh, you know, obviously the article, obviously the documentation that you you forwarded over to me as well, uh, Jared. 
which was it's hard to really find by the way yeah without uh without being behind a paywall so um, I'll, I'll actually link the full pdf of the lawsuit if you guys want to check it out surprisingly readable and understandable actually so nice awesome yeah guys definitely go check that out down below uh for me as someone who uh has really actively been trying to 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 purchase uh, an a7 III uh, recently, um, this is really concerning. Uh, you know, this is, again, I mentioned it a little bit in the beginning. This is a camera that all around can do a lot for you. Um, and at a price point that is affordable, which is not common under the Sony brand. Um, so for me, it was very exciting. And then to see this, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, the typical lifespan of, of, you know, these cameras, these, you know, these shutters, um, is around 200 actuations, 200,000 actuations. Supposed to be. Yeah. Supposed to be right. We're which seeing means, which errors. Means that, what? We don't want to be too jargony, right? That's just like how many. T- how, it's basically how many photos you can take, right? Two hundred thousand yeah. actuations. How yeah. many times that shutter comes down and and yeah. and, and, and comes back up? That's a yeah. shutter click there. Um, you know, and, an and so it's you know, very similar yeah. to exactly an actuation. It's very similar. You know, I like to compare it to, uh, you know, cars in kilometers. Yeah. You yeah. know, once you get to that two hundred thousand, you're really uh, you know, really just praying, uh, you know, from there. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, they're seeing a lot of issues at the, you know, 50,000, even some within the 10,000 actuations. And the reason that's really concerning, especially for someone like myself is I'm not trying to buy the body brand new. I'm looking to see if I can buy something right, used. Right. And, you know, usually a typical question that comes up when you're looking for a used camera is what are the shutter actuations? How many shutter clicks yeah. do you got on that thing? And when someone tells me 10,000, typically that is awesome. That's like, wow, okay, sweet. That's pretty low in its life cycle. But with the a7 III under a used body, it's it's kind of concerning because it doesn't totally. really say much. You know, you don't know if this guy's really trying to screw you over. Maybe he's starting to run into, run into issues. Some of the early signs that I'm sure we'll talk about with some of the sounds um, or maybe you're coming through. And, um, you know, it. I think if this gets a bit more light, it's really going to hurt the, the, the used market for this camera. Yeah, totally, man. And, uh, the other, you, you did a good job highlighting there. Um, you know, just breaking down the, the facts here, the actuations and what's going on. The other thing with this camera, right. Is, uh, truly understand this. You have to understand the price of this camera. So, uh, a, uh, I mean, it's, it's a mirrorless, um, full frame camera. Uh, shoots video in 4K, very impressive uh, 4K video. I've used these cameras before. Everybody has uh, 20, 20 some, 23, 24 megapixels. Uh, Pretty de- sure it's 24. 24. Yeah. Um, very, uh, very decent uh, level of uh, of photos that you can take. Really good in low light. Uh, you've got that uh, full frame mount and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a good camera. It's going to cost you. Uh, about 2000 USD uh, or like 2.5 K if you're buying uh, a new one here in Canada. So pretty expensive, right? Uh, the camera that I'm shooting this on right now, my 6D Mark II, uh, doesn't shoot in 4K, but it actually has uh, a better sensor, more megapixels, uh, takes better photos, uh, hypothetically in that case. Um, and this only cost me like 1400 bucks, right? And bought, bought it brand new on sale. So you know, you're, you're forking out quite a bit of extra cash here, uh, to have your shutter failing. And that's, what's going on is like the shutter is getting stuck 
or uh, getting kind of messed up. Um, and the other thing is that people are experiencing like turning on their camera and you're getting that air that says like turn yeah. camera on and off and back on. Personally, dude, if I spent 2.5 thousand on a camera and then I brought it home and I got that air and I'm like sending it in, I'm looking at a repair of like 500 to 650 is what it says in the lawsuit. That's US dollars. Yeah. So that's like almost like, you know, that's like a million dollars Canadian. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, maybe 800 almost whatever. Uh, bucks Canadian, right? That's a lot of money to uh, to be spending on repairs after you just spent a lot on the camera itself. Uh, and as you're saying, man, like this is the type of thing that can really uh, can really tank the prospects of a uh, a camera system, or at least like kind of dominate the conversation, right? Like we all remember um, when the uh, R5 and R6 came out and there are so many people talking about like the overheating issues and everything whether that's actually a huge issue not a lot of people are really experiencing it and it, it turns out that like a firmware update kind of solves the problem um, but a lot of the talk and a lot of the press and the conversation around what you know should have been people saying like wow this camera the performance is nuts right um you know i can shoot in 4k yeah. so clearly and i can uh you know shoot all these extra frames and and this stuff but most people are just yeah. like like if i saw someone with one i was like yo I was, did it overheat or whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> just kind of like takes up uh, a lot of the the air in the room um the other thing that i wanted to definitely note here as well which because this might confuse people like sony is not an american company right they're like um Japanese yep. company so how could they be sued in in US court uh seems here that they have like a corporate office in San Diego California and uh and that's good enough they can they can sue them because of of that like subsidiary in the United States so mm. uh just so you guys know that um yeah what's uh what else is this kind of making you think about buddy well, first of all, I want to highlight, you know, if you are somebody who has the a7 III, which odds are very high, it was a very well-selling camera, yeah. um, really pay attention to the sounds it's making, um, you know, when you got it out of box versus, you know, a few months down the line, uh, especially if you're actively shooting, even during this pandemic, if you are, God bless you. Um, but uh, yeah, really, you know, if you're starting to hear something happen, um, I mean, I think a good rule of thumb is as early as you can catch something, the better. Um so definitely pay attention to that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, ultimately, you know, I, I, you kind of referenced a lot of it, but I mean, very powerful camera. Uh, it was very exciting for a lot of content creators, uh, people who wanted to pick up an affordable, very capable camera. You you referenced a lot of it. Also, five axis stabilization. Uh, obviously, they oh, no, improved the no battery. Joke, man. No joke. This is the camera that made like 4K full frame accessible. Like that is true. 100%. 100%. I mean, a lot of 4K uh, functionality was found in other uh, cameras, but they were at crop. Mm -hmm. um, so you're getting yeah, full you're, you're frame 4K, and whatnot, right? yeah. incredible in-body stabilization, great autofocus system, which you've already come to expect from Sony, but even further improved. Again, that battery life that people speak to a lot. And on the previous iterations, I experienced this with the a7 II. I've already swapped out my battery twice here. Wow. Um, you know, it's been improved. New battery system much better, longer life. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, contrary to what I said in the beginning, you can promise all of these things, but the thing has to work. It, yeah. it still needs to work at the end of the day. It's beautiful if you want to try and squeeze all these things in, but if it's not possible, if you know, you're, you're rushing R and D, if you're doing something along those lines where you're not going to get 
all that functionality in and have a reliable device, especially for someone who's shooting, you know, God, you know, shooting actively very, you know, and they yeah. probably are with this camera, you know, or you're at an event or you're shooting for a client in a thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, this thing doesn't work. Um, it hurts the reliability of it. And yeah. unfortunately, when, you know, you look at a lot of these camera reviews, you look at this versus this, this camera versus this camera, this is going to be something that potentially we see a couple of years down the line, maybe not immediately, but as this starts to, th- to bring on some more light on this case, um, that might be something that you see, you know, incredible functionality can do this and this and that, but it might poop out a, a, on you within 10,000, not recommended on, on resale, uh, through resale. So it, it, yeah, it's, it's disappointing, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely try and pay attention if, if you have one right now and try to catch it as early as you can if it does happen. Nice, man. Good tip. And and uh, I'm glad you brought up like that whole element of it as well. Like the fact that, um, you know, with like research and development and whatnot, I kind of the way that the, reading through this lawsuit here, it kind of seems that what they're alleging is like Sony kind of is doing this on purpose just to get that like 650 off of you right <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i don't i don't think that's what's ha- what's happening here um no. you know yeah. this bad press uh it, it is not great for any company uh and i think you're right man they were just trying to push and this is a camera that's been out since 2017 i think so especially at that time you know they're just trying to push things as much as they can and maybe overlooked a couple of things yeah as you're as you're shopping around for cameras definitely something to be aware of um, maybe this is still a great system for you to invest in. Uh, just be careful, especially if you're buying used, like there's ways to check, uh, the number of actuations, uh, and things like that. Yep. Um, and you know, as you're saying, like listening closely when you're taking photos and stuff, making sure that everything's working the way it should be just educating yourself. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, people talk about, you know, mirrorless is dead or not mirrorless is dead. DSLRs are dead. Mirrorless is definitely not dead. <laughs> no one's trying to say that. Um, but uh, people are saying, oh, you know, D- DSLR is dead. We're moving on to this new form of technology. But I don't know, man, for me, when I'm doing like my photography, especially if I'm out in the rain or in the snow or something like a bit more of a dodgier situation, I'll be taking yep. the 6D Mark II to town. Right. And I've had this thing out in the rain, like literally this camera that I'm shooting on right now, totally covered in rain, totally wet. And uh, and as you can see, it's still shooting fine. Maybe with a mirrorless, you're going to have the, the same experience. But these are just a little bit more tried and true right dslrs uh you know they're an older technology uh i wouldn't say that they're dead just yet especially when stories like this come up and then you see all the people who are like wildlife photographers and uh and people like that who are shooting in more extreme conditions and uh you know maybe they look at some news story like this uh you know a, a, a system that's supposed to be you know helping photographers to uh to get better photos helping videographers to to you know show show their skills in a new way and uh and having these shutter problems which you know undeniably uh is a big issue so yeah yeah i think i mean you look through these photos they're they're i mean as a creative and i'm sure anyone watching this can agree it's it's pretty disturbing yeah uh, you know like there it's the, it's almost like that you know that bottom piece is completely torn apart in most cases um, in other cases, the, the shutter is just staying stuck closed. Um, you know, my if I were to make a guess here, it would be that they they really tried to improve the the frames per second on yeah. uh, you know on continuous shooting. Yeah, uh, and did not account for the durability of the materials being used. Um, you know, I think Sony tried to enter a market 
or sorry, they already were dominating the market. They saw that Nikon was coming in uh, and Canon was coming in with their mirrorless options and they wanted to stay on top. And I think they yeah. wanted to create a body that was really going to differentiate itself and really lead that market. And to, to a degree they did, like definitely from a sales perspective. But again, you know, we're going to see how this ages. We're going to see how Sony handles this. It so far does not seem like they're handling it well. It, I read that, you know, they're, they're very aware of the percentage of models that are, are having this issue. Uh, but, uh, you know, they failed to, to, to act, um, on it. They're declining to, to speak about any recall plans, um, or any sort of intention to uh, revise the model going forward. Sometimes you see that with, you know, video game consoles, there'll be, uh, critical errors, uh, that happen along launch and they'll make those adjustments and continue manufacturing from there. And so there are no plans at the moment for Sony to correct those issues in further manufacturing and also, um, into supporting you with some of the older models, which is wow. very disappointing. You, you know, I, I, we've mentioned it. I'm a Sony guy. Um, you know, it, in, certainly in regards to what my next step is as a body, this definitely makes, um, make me think twice. And, uh, it's just disappointing in general to, you know, when you're invested under that ecosystem to, to, to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> But we, we had to, we had to, we got to keep, uh, we got to keep it honest here on the photography brothers. And, uh, you know, we don't want our, our, uh, brothers and sisters out there going out and, uh, and spending their hard earned money on, uh, you know, a, a camera that, that might be a bit of a disappointment here, but you know what, if you go with the tried and true, you go with the Canon, uh, <laughs> you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, right, Michael. That is Correct. So okay. actually, one thing I want to do, oh. um, uh, are we transitioning this? Are we yeah, transitioning man, we gotta this? Wrap, I we got to wrap something. this up, buddy. This is All a right. long episode of the podcast here. Let's it is a long up. episode. Probably start putting so, the music here. Boom. <laughs> That's what the music is. Just loop that, Sydney. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> No, uh, so we are going to have our newsletter coming out this week. Oh. Uh, so definitely you have some chances to to sign up and, and kind of be part of that. We'll have that link down below. Uh, we're going to have resources. We're going to highlight creatives um, and obviously some of the more recent episodes that we've done here to, to really bring those up front so you can see what you missed out on if you miss out on any of them. Um, but uh, one of the, the resources I'm going to include there is going to highlight some of the other um camera bodies within that price point that have similar functionality. So if you are looking to make that next jump, the a, maybe the a seven three was a very appealing option for you. Maybe this deters you a little bit. Uh, and we're going to supply you with, uh, some pretty good uh, alternatives. Nice. Yeah. Sign up for that newsletter guys. Uh, you're going to get, uh, dog, dog grooming tips, uh, from me. <laughs> you're going to get, uh, beard maintenance tips from Michael. Um, you're going to get glass, Fashion glasses, uh, eyewear, fashion advice. Go with the round. I'm gonna say right now, you want to go with the round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So definitely sign up for that. Uh, subscribe to the Galaxy Channel. Uh, follow our podcast on all the places. It's free. Um, Michael Costa Music on YouTube. Go over there. Link is down there. He's been doing well, getting the views, thousands, buckets, truckloads, <laughs> truckloads of views. They pull up, they say, Michael Costa, can you sign for these views? Yes, sir. And then 
gets buried in them, right? Just happens. Um, I think I'm like two away from 900. So. Wow, dude, just impressive. Just we're gonna get we're gonna get our there. boy to a thousand subscribers. The journey to a thousand, and uh, and then maybe he can start making some freaking money off of YouTube for once. You know? So. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, and another thing that we need to do, Michael, we need to thank thank people, thank yes. people, <laughs> thank people in general. Um, and <laughs> and also one in particular person named Sydney. Sydney, we gotta thank Sydney uh, for editing the podcast. And uh, we're gonna. Well, we normally we highlight a creator too, um, but I think that's all we did in this episode was highlight creators. So uh, I think true. that I think that we'll just get out of here if that's okay with you, Michael. 110%. Thank you guys for, for watching us, consuming our faces. That was a weird thing to say, but I'm sticking to it. Jared, thank you for being uh, a great co-host. Uh, thank you to everybody who basically stopped living around me so I could shoot this show for an hour. Uh, and uh, yeah, just glad to uh, to do this. So look out for that newsletter and look out for more content coming up on the weekly. Yeah, right, well, Jared? We've got a great uh, great episode planned for you guys next week. I don't know what it'll be about, but I'm sure it'll be awesome. We'll see you then. Yep.